organization that you're working with that's you know a hundred years old. Um, as companies try to add more products and services to their line, mm-hmm. how do you make sure that the the things that you've done well, the things that you've sort of hinged your entire business on, that they don't that they don't lose any efficiency or or any effectiveness while you venture out to more uh, different products and services that are a little bit outside of that of that initial wheelhouse. Uh, so if I if I understand correctly, it means that if we are successful with say ten products, we have been for many years. We need to make sure that we continue to monitor, measure you know, ask questions along the way, visualize anything to confirm that we're, we're cont- continuing to win and what that means. Um, and then I'm gonna jump into, I don't know if we've talked about this, more process ownership concept. Um, again, this is very foundational. It's boring and not sexy, but when you define who owns and who is ultimately accountable for whatever that product or service is, you're always gonna go back and ask them, how's it going? Are you hitting your goals? Show me right? And they're responsible to make sure it happens. And they have implemented the structure or people and um, how to's to continue that. And then when you want to branch off, you either have to, if you're using the same exact people, understand that they don't have the same time to dedicate, right, to their old product or service. Are you hiring new? Um, Who's going to be responsible for the new items? Um, And I know when I work with kind of startups transitioning into more of a not not startup anymore. They've got funding, they've, they've got customers, they've got investors and everything. Um, but moving into that more, more ongoing business model, we need to visualize those processes and understand that when it grows, sometimes those processes have to get split in two and two different people are going to own it, right? Or you own the first half and someone else is going to own the second half. But those are intentional decisions based on monitoring your growth um, and confirming what that is. And I I do actually have a a template that I've been using with a couple people to fill out. And they're like, oh, it's it's not quite pulling teeth, but I'm like, we have to do this. You want to make this, I wouldn't say flawless, but you want to make it very smooth. You want to communicate and gain buy-in with your people. This is how you do it. Or this is one way to do it. I I think accountability I, I think accountability is really everybody wants transparency, but that everyone doesn't want accountability, right? When you give projects and you give things for people to own, you know, it, we can, you know, we're not blaming you, Jen. We just are trying to figure, okay, well, what happened? Why didn't we hit the mark? Why didn't we hit this deadline? Why did, you know, why are we, you know, uh, paying, you know, the, why is this project not on time? Yep. Um, you know, from from my standpoint, even in the insurance industry, you know, one of the things that we do is we have sort of this service calendar where we say, okay, um, here are here are the ten things that need that we're, we we know right now needs to be done this quarter. Mm-hmm. These things belong to myself and my team. These things belong to you mm-hmm. and your yep. team, right? 
And um, that helps us make sure that, that, that there's no miscommunication as far as who needs to do what. And if we need to add things, we'll add things, but we, but we, we can't add things without assigning them and, and, and right. assigning them an owner, yes. right? Yep. It's that project management aspect is so important because you don't just throw something on someone's plate. It may seem it's, it's, it's in theory, it may, it may just seem like one more thing, but that one more thing can pull everything else out of alignment. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that, that transparency is like, yeah, it, it's really, um, you can't, yeah, you gotta be accountable for the, no one's going to just tell you what they're accountable for. And, and, and I think in organizations, everybody needs to own a piece of it. Again, it goes back to that buy-in and that why. So everybody feels like they're a part of the success. And if there's there's room for improvement, then everybody feels like they can help kind of re- reset and realign everyone, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I, I obviously look at how I was raised and my, and my with my parents, you know, there was there was accountability that I had to do things and follow up on. And and I know I was fortunate enough to work for Toyota um, in college and then right out of college. And they were they built an accountability without fear. Um, you knew you were going to be asked if you missed your goal and you better have an answer of why, why you didn't hit it and what you're going to do next, but you, you owned it and yeah. you were given the ownership to own it as well. And again, back to that process ownership, we knew where we fell. We also knew where other people picked up and took so it wasn't like, ah, I'm done here. I don't know what's next. No, there was clear. We understood how that process flowed through the entire business. So there was yeah. ongoing consensus gathering. There was teamwork. You, you lose, I win, the whole company wins, right? And, or I lose, you win, the whole company wins, you know, depending on what the ratio is. So, um, but that's hard. I mean, that's, that's leaders embedding it, displaying it, constantly reinforcing it. Yeah. 